Hey everyone, welcome back to Sprouting Minds. This week's guest is Sir Darius Brown. At just 15 years old, he's the CEO and founder of Bows and Paws. We talk about his passion for animals. He's such an inspirational person, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Welcome. So, oh, and I see you've already got a bow tie on. Yep. Love it. First of all, I know you're under 20 years old. How old are you? I'm 15. You're 15. Okay, so you're quite, quite young. I was looking at your website and I was doing my research. When you were two, you were diagnosed with a speech comprehension and physical fine motor delay. Correct, yeah. So for you as a young child, what did that look like? As a young child, it was really difficult. Um, I know that when I was younger, it was difficult for me to tie a bow tie. It was diff- it was hard for me to tie my shoes. I couldn't write with a pencil. And then it was really difficult for me to understand people and really comprehend what they were saying. It was the only person who could really comprehend me at that time when I was two going through that stages was really my sister. My sister, I wanted a cookie and my sister was the only one who would understand me, but my mother, she wouldn't understand me at all. So she would just always grunt my sister. So I guess it was really difficult for me, but I feel as though that me and my business and what I'm doing for dogs is really helping me reach out of those delays, such as my speech comprehension, five muscles, like, like compared to where I was to now, I, it's so, I feel like I'm mature out of it so much that you could barely even know at all. I'm just really grateful and blessed to be where I'm at right now. And how much older is your sister? My sister is, we're 10 years apart. When you're two, she's 10. So you started getting into cutting fabrics and sewing because of her, right? Yes. Were you watching her and it was just something that you were intrigued by? Yeah. Uh, I feel as though that she, oh, so when I, so when I used to always come home, my sister used to always be on the sewing machine. I used to always see her all the time. Every day I used to come back from school and she always be on the sewing machine. And I used to see her as like a older sister. She was an older sister. Anything she wanted to do, anything I, she wanted to do, I wanted to do. So she used to model. I used to model. It was like that, you know, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it. So she used to always sew and I wanted to sew. But unfortunately, we was talking about it when I was two. I had my own five motor skills delay. And my sister, she was scared that I was going to hurt my hands. But my mom, she made sure that I was going to cut the fabric so that I was going to be able to help my sister while she was sewing while I wouldn't hurt myself. But yeah, I definitely wanted to sew with my sister. If I could have sewed, I would have definitely sewed with my sister at that time. Cool. And so at what point did you decide to make bow ties? Because I personally love a good bow tie. How did you decide to switch into that? Yeah. So over time, as I started cutting more fabric and getting more experience into sewing and the fashion industry, I started to learn how to make bow ties. And when I made bow ties, I decided I really found the passion and love for it. I first started off making bow ties with people and used to sell my bow ties for the public. And people used to always love my bow ties, give me so many amazing compliments. And it really encouraged me. And I looked at me and I was like, you know what? I think I want to turn this into a business. And I really feel as though that when I wear a bow tie, it just gives somebody that dapper look and that excellence. So I just love making bow ties and I love the fashion. I love the fashion that comes with it. And I was looking at the designs on your website and they're really, they're 
cool. They're not, they're not the simple ones that you see in stores. So there's really a creative aspect to it. And so you created Bows and Paws. Yes. And you are the founder, you are the CEO, you're only 15 years old. What inspired you to work with dogs? Um, what really inspired me to work with dogs was I, I already had a major passion for pets. I love dogs, I love cats, I love them all. And I really and I really feel as though that the reason behind that is really because I always wanted a dog. I never had a dog still to this day. And I Thank my mom all the time. I wanted a dog so much. I, I always wanted, I always wanted a dog. And I used to always see the dogs on um the ASPCA commercials and you know with the Heart Hearts of the Angels song. I got really emotional every time I saw that and just made me beg my mom even more. So she was like, Oh, you know what? We're, we're I'm gonna try, but we're still waiting. I'm gonna keep on begging her. But I feel as though that what really got me started into making bill packs for dogs was during Hurricane Harvey and Irma. Around that time, there was a lot of bad things going on, and I really wanted to help, but I asked my mom, but then my mom was like, my mom was going through a really major surgery, so I didn't want to ask her for any, like, donations, so I wanted to make sure, my mom gave me an idea of make sure you be creative, find a way, like, start a club, or come up with different ideas, or be unique, so I was thinking, and around a week, I, I really wanted to help, so around a week. I saw on Facebook that there was dogs that were being transported from Texas to New York. And I found that, and I was already making bow ties for people at the time. And then I thought to myself, if people look really good on bow ties, why can't dogs? Why, how come? Because I saw on the news that there was a lot of people being helped, which is amazing. I love that. But for me and my passion, I just saw, and I couldn't help but see how come there isn't any dogs or cats or animals being helped. What's happening to them? So I wanted to make sure that their voice was being heard and they're not just in um stuck there in the hurricanes alone. So I just wanted to make sure that they're being helped like the people are being helped. They're getting the same treatment. So I went to my first animal shelter to the ASPCA and I donated my first set of bow ties. And when I went there, I learned that if dogs and cats in animal shelters for too long, they could get euthanized. And that really hurt me badly with the passion that I had for dogs. And my mother, she comes from a line of adoption. And, I'm, and I always found the funny how humans get a better treatment than dogs and cats. I see them all equally. So I really made it my mission to help as many dogs and cats around the world as I possibly can. And to make sure I save as many, as many lives as I can. And so you took it upon yourself to go to the animal shelter and donate these bow ties. That must have also felt very good that you created something and you, on your own, decided to do this incredible and passionate thing. That's, did you feel like you were accomplishing a small goal or a big goal? Yeah, so at first, all right, so the idea, I felt as though that it was kind of small, but I didn't realize how much of a big impact that I was really having. I call it like the butterfly effect when it's something so small can have like a huge impact. I feel as though that uh, I thought that bow tie helping a dog, nobody would really be interested in it. I just wanted to help see how see how people react to the idea. But the fact that a bow tie, something so small, could have a big impact on the dog and save multiple lives in the animal shelter, like just clear out the animal shelter, is amazing. The fact that I'm helping animal shelters, saving pets' lives, 
making it more easier. It's just amazing. And plus, I always tell others, when you give back to your community, your heart just feels better. It's you're spreading positive ripples. So when when you give back to your community or you do something positive, some something's positive is going to happen in return for that. So I just say, always you think you're spreading positive ripples. And anytime I just do something good or do some volunteering acts or give or donate my bullet size, just just makes me feel good as a person. I agree. And then in 2018, you get some very, very, very special recognition from Barack Obama. Yes. How how did that feel? So when I received the letter from President Barack Obama, it was an amazing, it was, first of all, I'm extremely grateful and blessed to receive the letter from him. I'm so honored because when I received the letter, it was so unexpected. And I was really it just gave me so much encouragement and confidence in myself because around that time, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with the business or how I wanted. I didn't have a lot of like, I I I or I, I feel like I didn't have enough spirit or like enough fire. So I feel as though that me receiving that letter, it just gave me the fire or the like the energy that I really needed to go gung ho with my business and to really continue what I'm doing for dogs. So. I'm just really, really extremely blessed and grateful to receive the letter and just made, made me feel really good about myself and just gave me so much hope. And you also got the Global Child Prodigy Award. Yes. You got the Presidential Volunteer Service Award. You have so many awards under your belt at only 15. And it's just such a great representation of who you are that you had this idea and you ran for it. Not a lot of 15-year-olds can do that. Yeah. What do you think helps motivate you besides wanting to help these animals? Besides wanting to help the animals, what else really motivates me? Um, what what else really motivates me is step one, definitely is is multiple different reasons. So I'm gonna name multiple different reasons. First is my mother. My mother always tells me, encourage me that I have to get up, do this and that, even though there's some days where I feel like I don't really want to, or I'm down. My mother always encouraged me. She's my number one supporter and best friend. So if it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't be as far as I am right now. So I'm extremely grateful for her. Um, something else that really drives me is my passion for wanting to bring, wanting to uplift my business and to bring success to my family and break general, generational curses within my family. I want to make sure I create generational wealth. And I just don't want to become a stereotype in my community. So I definitely just, there's a lot of different things that drives me, but definitely if I had to choose besides the dog question, definitely those three things. I love it. And it's just such a beautiful idea. And I assume you're also in school. Yes. So when you go into college, what major are you thinking about, which I can assume it's going to be business? Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely going to be some sort of business. I was thinking about wanting to become a veterinarian. But at the same time, I was thinking that's too harsh for me because I love seeing dogs. But then I know there's going to be times where I have to I have to treat the dogs and there's going to be predicaments where I can't save all of them. So I just don't know if I could take all that pressure and seeing all that. That's not for me. But I definitely do want to go into business law. And I do want to become a historian as well because I love doing history upon other things, and especially world history. So. Definitely business law or being command, some sort of historian. Great. Well, you have a very bright future ahead of you. This year, you created 
wag bags? Yes, grab bags. Yeah, so tell me about those. Yeah, so basically what wag bags are is, you you know what swag bags are, you know, people, they call, they put swag bags, basically different items that people really love, like water bottles, t-shirts, it's basically the same method, but for dogs. So what are in the wag bags are, they're pretty much, what's, what's in the wag bags are like pet um, poop bags, pet treats, pet toys, some of my bow ties. Um, what else is in the wag bags? Um tennis balls, there's different things in the wag bags, um, pet trays, there's different things in the wag bags to really help the dogs and cats there, really make sure that they are really, to first of all, help the animals out this guy. I know they don't get a lot of supplies, so really help the animals out too, and to help the dogs there who really needed the most, and help them feel as though that they're in a place of love and home, and they're really getting treated well, so I really feel like the wag bags are basically like a take care type of bags for the dogs and cats there. Wow. And if other animal shelters, because I know you're based in Jersey, yes. if other animal shelters around the world want to reach out to you, they can just go to your website and contact you? Yes. So if anybody around the world want to contact me, you go to my website, which is sirdariusbrown.com, or you can go to my Instagram and Facebook, which is also sirdariusbrown. And if anybody's interested in donating, you can go to my GoFundMe, which is Sir Darius Brown Possum Mission. And I also created another GoFundMe, which is um, the Global, the global Child Prodigy. Help Sir Darius go to the Global Child Prodigy Award. Okay, awesome. Well, Sir Darius Brown, thank you so much for coming on. I was really excited because I love dogs. I have a dog of my own. And That's I think this is a, a beautiful mission. And I love that at just 15 years old, you're so passionate and driven. And it's such a great inspiration for other young children who have ideas. What is, last question, what is your advice for other young children who have ideas and maybe they're not sure if they should try it or not? Yeah, that's good. That's a good question. Um, I feel as though that for people who don't know or are unsure about if they want to start a business or not, never passionate into something, make sure you, make sure you definitely have a passion at first because if you're looking, if you're looking forward to start a business or wanting to give back to your community, you gotta make sure that you're doing it out of love, and you gotta look at it as as not a job, but something as you love. So I really feel as though that you have to have a passion for it. That's the first thing. But then if you are looking forward to continuing it, you have to make sure that you stay driven and focused and not be distracted upon others. And there's gonna be a lot of people who doubt you at first, or they say it's funny or corny, but you have to learn how to ignore them. Because at the end of the day, God is seeing you, is God is putting you on a path in some sort of alignment. So you have to follow it. And what you're doing is you're doing something good and you're helping yourself and you're bettering yourself. So definitely have to stay focused and don't be distracted by others. And make sure not to give up because giving up is very easy. So if you don't give up, you're going to become better. Yeah, I love that. When when you find it hard to keep working and sometimes you're feeling those moments of maybe stressed or not sure what to do what helps you get through those moments what really helps me get through the moments is sometimes i listen to podcasts and i'm a really god-fearing person so i like listening to different i like listening to one of my mentors jamal Bryan. he really helps re-energizes me or uplifts me in times when i'm stressed well, so what also helps me is my mother. Also, people who are stressed, you can go to your family members or other people 
who need the most, like who helps you or gives them the most guidance. That's who I go to for most, for most of the times as well. And sometimes I just take a moment. Sometimes most people, they don't realize they work so hard, but they realize you just need a moment. If you just take a moment to calm down, maybe like an hour or two, but not too long. Because if you take it for too long, you're going to get distracted. <laughs> but a short moment, recoup yourself and then get back to business because that's going to make you feel better. You're going to be like, you know, I took this break, but now I'm back. So just take a moment, re-energize yourself and get back to it. I, you, you're inspirational. You're creative. You've got a very, very bright future ahead of you. And I can't wait to see what else you come up with because I'm sure you've got other ideas in your head. And I thank you very, very much for taking time out of your day to come hang out with me. Of course. Thank you so much for having me here. Of course. Enjoy your day. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.